Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. AM 640. Conway Show. Mark Thompson is here. Yeah. And just so the audience knows that it's not, I'm not surrounded by yes men and yes women because I pitched two ideas during that commercial break, one to Mark and one to Bellio. And they both said, the one I pitched to Mark, he said, is probably, it, uh, it's a horrible idea, right? <laughs> Right. Well, first I said it in a nice way. Right. And then I said, well, what I really mean is it's the idea is idea. awful. It's hard. It's awful. Yeah. Okay. And then I said to Bellio, I got another idea to pre-record uh, a bit that we can do. And she and she goes, with, um, don't mean any disrespect, Mark, but Tim, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah. Back to back bad ideas. Man, when you come back from Mammoth, you were on fire. I feel, mm. you know. Like a. Queen. A new woman. I'm a new woman. <laughs> okay. Yeah. New woman. Wow. A new woman. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. There. You know. You you sleep all day and <laughs> eat whatever you want. Did you, you feel get, good? Did you guys drink any wine while oh, you were yeah, up there? Oh yeah, every night. Really? Yeah. <laughs> delicious. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Mm. And what kind of uh, food did you have? Did you have fowl? <laughs> yes. Did you have a uh, uh, good meal up there? Yeah, all the meals were good. We cooked mm. most. Went out one night, but you we know, cooked most of the meals. I was. I went to uh, Mount Hood. You know where that is in Oregon? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. And we had rented a house for. I, I made a mistake. We rented a B Airbnb for a bunch of our family members up there, and like ten of us or eleven of us went. Uh, and we drove up to Mount Hood with all our luggage and everything, and and skis and ski poles and boots and sleds and can you know chains and all kinds of stuff. And we only stayed one night, right? Which is really dumb. That, uh, <laughs> did you, you did you know you're only going to stay one night? Yes. Wow, that's a that is a massive yeah, miscalculation. I was really cheap. I said, let's just go one night and see if we like it. Yeah, but so, bring stuff like we were right. going to stay for a week. So everybody just in went. Case. Everybody went. We we got there at three o'clock on a Saturday, and we we're out by eleven o'clock on Sunday. <laughs> what did you do? I not much. We had a just good unpacked and packed. <laughs> right. We had a good Saturday night. But here's the point of the story. So we go out on a Saturday night into Mount Hood and their their restaurant area, right? 
And it was just a little tiny place. It, it wasn't a place that was packed. There were three or four restaurants that were packed. There was a line. It was an hour to get in. We didn't want to do that. So we went to a place where there was no line. We got a table right away. And my wife ordered a bacon western cheeseburger. And I ordered a pizza, right? Just a margarita pizza, right? Wow. It was the best pizza I've ever had in my life by a billion light years. Wow. It was just beautiful. And so uh, my wife... I finished half her burger and I was still hungry. So I said, Oh, let me have a bite of that other half. And she's like, you got it. T bones. And so I, I took a bite of that burger and I said, I said, Jen, I said, I think this is the world's greatest bacon cheeseburger. I've never had one like this. And she said, by far, it's the best burger she's ever had in her life. So the waiter came by and I said, Hey, can I talk to the, uh, like the mater D or, or one of the chefs here? And he goes, Oh yeah. One of the chefs is just walking by. He's just, you know, big guy. He's got his white coat on, his chef's hat and everything. I said, hey, buddy. I said, uh, we're not from here. Maybe you can tell. And uh, we're just staying for the night. But this is the best food I've ever had. That's the best pizza I've ever had. And that burger, I don't know what it's made out of, uh, you know, ground chuck, ground steak, whatever it is. But that's the best burger I've ever had in my life. And it's this little tiny restaurant up in Mount Hood. I said, how come the food's so good? At this little tiny restaurant that's off the strip, not on the one that's an hour wait. And his response was, well, we uh, we cater to wealthy people up here and wealthy people don't eat crap. <laughs> and he like walked away. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Hmm. I'm like, wow, I got to remember that. I got to go to restaurants, you know, in areas like that. Like I bet you know, if you go to Aspen or Vale, you know, with people with money, they don't eat crap. I got to remember that. You know, and and he was probably looking at us like, you know, we were loaded, but the tip uh, didn't reflect. Yeah. Oops. Well, you're only staying one night. You aren't coming back. That's right. Yeah. But man, the food is great. I, I, I haven't been to a ski resort area. Well, other than Big Bear, I mean, but out of state, you know, where, where that's the destination in probably 25 or 30 years. But man, the food and just to go to a, uh, a, a ski resort destination, go for the food. Man, is it unbelievable. And remember, wealthy people don't eat crap, right? That's a good Well, slogan. ski resort. Like us you, Flatlanders, we only we'll eat anything. Eat yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You're like just looking for dogs. Arby's to Arby's to have a yeah, big Yeah, like more, Arby's. Yeah. They're like dogs. <laughs> but not those wealthy people, man. They don't eat crap. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into this next issue here. Or well, we can continue here with uh, crime, right? We need to hire mental health specialists to get our LAPD officers. This is the uh, mayoral debate uh, earlier on Fox 11 News. We need to hire mental health specialists to get our LAPD officers off the mental health front lines and back on the line of duty That's to protect Dale Young, and right. serve. Dale Young, right. Every person deserves to be treated with professionalism as well as respect and dignity. We can better utilize our resources strategically in hot spots where we have crime trends and keep all Angelinos safe. And we'll get more into the specific issue of number of cops in our next round, but uh, City Attorney Fuhrer, to you, if you had to do one to ten, one being uh, not safe, ten being really safe, how safe do you feel in Los Angeles? Angeles and what can be done on that issue of crime. So I personally typically feel safe. <laughs> what? Typically feel safe. All right. Well, I don't know where he's walking. But I know because I'm going to every one of LA's 101 neighborhoods, the only American ever to do that, that people are on edge everywhere in the city. You know, when he says something like that, it's like, who cares? Who's that, Mike Fuhrer? Yeah, he's going to go to every one of uh, LA's communities. Like Crozier said, like, who cares? 
where, where this guy well, going? Well, uh, I don't mean to always be, but I, I get what he's saying. He's saying, look, but I, I'm not limited to the one neighborhood I walk in. I'm, I get around to. I, I get it, but but he's telling us that he's going to visit every single neighborhood in in, in, the, in city. the city of That's Los Angeles. That's a good idea. Okay, well, just just do it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but it's, right. right. Tell me this is it. your one chance though, to mention it when it might make a difference. One of LA's 100 wood neighborhoods, <laughs> the only neighborhood ever to do that, that people are on edge everywhere in the city, from San Pedro to North Hollywood. Okay, if he says that everybody yeah. in the well. city's on edge, yet he feels safe <laughs> no, walking I, around. Now I'm with you on that. It's, it's like, odd. well, wait a minute. Uh, I thought you just said you're safe. So <laughs> not every neighborhood is. Uh, yeah, everybody, right. he gets everybody in LA is on edge except Mike Fuhrer. He walks around like he's cool. So he's going to go to every neighborhood and tell them, hey, it's all good. Yeah, right. Uh, you're, you're, you, you, I know good, you don't feel so safe, but good. you are. Yeah. So uh, we'll have it ready for you. <laughs> all right, we're uh, live on KFI. It's Conway Thompson. <laughs> KFI AM 640. It's Conway Show. Mark Thompson's here. Uh, we're doing a, a deep dive on this mayoral debate that happened earlier on Fox 11 News. And I thought every one of the candidates is pretty good. Yeah, I agree. They distinguish themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's some good ideas, right? Now someone's just got to do it. Well, let's uh, get back to it. They're talking about crime. How safe do you feel walking around the streets of Los Angeles? And this is uh, Mike Fuhrer who said he felt like a seven. And then he's like, well, I understand that everybody's uh, scared to death. That people are on edge everywhere in the city, from San Pedro to North Hollywood. And how do we address that? We don't have the zero-sum game of either more police or reform, because we need to do both. I propose an increase in 500 officers to 10,000 and a series of reforms to make sure that our offices are embedded in communities that are distrustful of police for five years since, to make sure that we sever from police officers' obligations, interventions with mental health issues on the street that aren't violent, to be sure we have civilian ambassadors in our police stations, and to be sure that we de-escalate violence through training of our officers. And one more thing, Alex, we can't ask LAPD to do it alone. We need to complement that with neighborhood-based violence prevention intervention programs and cleaning up our communities. Just cleaning up a neighborhood has been shown can decrease gun violence by 29%. Wow, let's clean up the neighborhoods then. These are all parts of a comprehensive, sustainable vision of safety. That was a pretty good answer, uh, yeah. actually. Going answer, from right. five to 10,000 uh, cops, and then he's got a bunch of other follow-ups. So that was strong. Well, he wanted to hire 500 more. There's about 9,500 sworn officers in at LAPD. Oh, I see 500 more. So he, okay. wants, he wants to go from 9,500 to 10,000. Okay. Mr. Um, but, you know, there's, there's about 9,200 sworn officers that cover, you know, like 500 square miles. LA's huge. It goes from Chatsworth to San Pedro. And in New York, for the five boroughs, there's 37,000 cops. Yeah. There's a cop like on every corner with a machine gun in New York City. If you go to Times Square in New York, you literally will reach your hand out and you'll oh, always yeah. touch somebody in blue. I and, mean, there are and, lots of them. And those guys, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. This happened in New York City. I was there about, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or so. And I was standing out in Times Square and I... And a kid grabbed a piece of pizza off a cart and ran, right? And the cop was standing right there. So the cop radios to his body, goes, shh, shh, uh, get the guy with the red and white striped shorts and bring him back here. He stole a piece of pizza. So two minutes later, this cop drags his kid back and he gives, he throws the pizza in the trash and he reaches into the kid's pocket, pulls out a $20 bill and gives it to the vendor wow. and then kicks the kid in the ass. He goes, get out of here. And that was it. Wow. It was it was over. That's you know? like old school. It was old school, right? Yeah. yeah.
But reaching into a kid's pocket and pulling out $20? Yeah. Man, you, how many uh, lawyers would be uh, Yeah, if there's you? video of it, then right. you know, there's going to be action. Yeah, and that that's old school policing. Mr. Um, Buscaino, as a former cop, how safe do you feel walking the street? Generally, I feel safe, but I'm not hearing that with my own family members, with my friends. Um, today, you see mayhem and chaos in the city of Los Angeles. We haven't seen these homicide numbers in a 15-year period. Everything hinges on public safety. I voted to def voted not. I voted against defunding <laughs> LAPD. That's close. <laughs> I voted to de. Uh. I voted to de. Voted not. I voted against defunding <laughs> LAPD. And let me say this: I just made some news there. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why I voted against it because I I expect to see, and I told my colleagues this: when we take resources away from LAPD, expect to see a spike in crime. In fact, one of my first actions as mayor is going to be to refund the LAPD 150 million dollars. And I'm hearing from residents all across the city. I hear from Sam, Dez, Steven, and Los Feliz. They are afraid because you have a they were dealing with a dangerous encampment with a known local gang taking over their streets. I've heard from the Melrose Avenue businesses where it was the epicenter of the smash and grabs. And then you have an out-of-touch district attorney who's not prosecuting crimes. Yeah, and we'll talk more about him a little bit later, too. But let's Can't get wait. to uh, <laughs> Mr. Caruso now. How safe? All right, this is a great debate. I mean, these are really the issues that are affecting people yeah. in L.A. You know, they're not talking about, uh, you know, it's an issue, but they're not talking about climate change or, or you know, they could be talking about gas prices. Maybe they'll bring that up as well. Who knows? Do you feel walking the streets of L.A.? And what's the most? All right, so he's asking Rick Caruso, how safe do you feel on a scale of 1 to 10? How safe do you feel walking in the streets of L.A.? L.A., and what's the most important thing that can be done in terms of safety? I think we all agree we have a problem in the city with crime. Homicides are up 50 percent since 2019. Vehicle thefts are up 50 percent since 2019. Shootings are up almost 50 percent since 2019. Here's the difference between everybody on the stage and me. I inherited a mess after Rodney King beating. I was asked to be the president of the police commission. I inherited a department. I reformed it. It was under a federal consent decree. Got it removed by reforming the department. I changed leadership, went out for the best and the brightest, brought in Bill Bratton. We reversed the course of LAPD. And then what did I do next? I hired 800 officers. And then what do we do next? Community policing, senior lead officers. Officers were on the street. They knew the neighbors. They knew the storekeepers. There was trust. You have to have trust. And then what happened? 30% reduction of crime. I've done it before. I'll do it again because I know how to do it. You know, it, it's not a fair question when you say how safe do you feel walk around the streets of L.A. Because the L.A. LA has a, a, a ton of different communities. Yeah, You know, course. Hollywood Boulevard, I would never recommend any family members who are visiting from out of state to go to Hollywood Boulevard at any time, day or night. Hmm. But I certainly would, feel, would recommend that they go to the Grove or the Americana or, I don't know, uh, Century City or Westwood, or, or Third Street Promenade. But Hollywood Boulevard, there's just too many crazy people there. So you have to, I think, Alex, is a good, it's a good area, but you have to be more specific on what area. Right. L.A. is so vast, as you just said, that, yeah. you know, you're going to end up in so many different... That, that's what, why, in a way, the Fuhrer answer about, you know, I feel fine, but I'm going to all the 100 and... What was it? Right, uh, 101. 100, yeah, yeah, neighborhoods in Los Angeles. And, you know, you're going to 
find a lot of people on edge, a lot of tense. So I think you're right, Tim. It's just so situational. Yeah. I, I, you think he, um, maybe, I, well, let's, let's continue. Congresswoman, do you feel safe walking in? Los I do Angeles? feel safe. I would say a 10. I feel safe, but I do understand that a lot of people around the city. Wait, what? Walking in. Los I do Angeles. feel safe. I would say a 10. I a 10. Yeah, no, it's on a, on a 10 scale. She feels completely safe. That there's nothing wrong. That, that she's as safe as she could possibly be. Her person, but I guess if she, I'm sure she's going to continue and say, but I know that the city is plagued by blah, blah, blah. Wow. And I feel safe, but I do understand that a lot of people around the city do not feel safe, and I respect that, and we have to address that. Well, and let me just say this. That people don't feel safe because it's not safe. <laughs> okay? It's right. not that I respect your the way you feel. No. Right. They feel unsafe because it is unsafe. It's true. You're yeah. right. You're absolutely right. I mean, I but there was a there was a shooting at at a park in Burbank the other night, and it's a park that's you know a mile or so, maybe less from our house. And they were telling people in my neighborhood to stay inside, lock the doors, shelter in place. That never happened. I mean, you know, right. this is Burbank. Right, that never happened f three, four years ago, five years ago, but it's it's happening everywhere. Yeah, you know, I I I don't. I used to um, walk the dogs at night. I don't do that anymore. Right, because I don't need some idiot coming up, you know, and trying to rob me or or uh, you know, take the dog or you know, you see all these crazy people on on the news doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Or a guy in a Tesla, you know, jumping over my street, right, to, <laughs> to get some uh, views. <laughs> On uh, TikTok. That's wild, yeah. Yeah, kind of crazy. All right, we're live. It's Conway and Thompson. We continue the very wild debate here. Great issues, and we'll see if there's any more uh, information. There's a, a fight about to come up between two of the candidates. Well, uh, it's going to be great audio. We're live on KFI. It's Conway and Thompson. This is America. Don't catch you slipping, no. Don't catch you slipping, no. Look what I'm whipping, no. This is America. Don't catch you slipping, no. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. My area. I got the strap. Hey. FI AM 640. It's Conway Show. Earlier, uh, I'm sorry, Mark Thompson's here. Early this evening, there was a president, I mean, a mayoral debate. Sounded like a presidential debate. Well, and, he, he's warming up, I think, Michelson for the presidential. Yes. He, this is like a little road trip for him to kind of just, uh, but he's going to, he's working his way up. That's I right. Alex Michelson is with us. I, I Ding dong, buddy. How are you? Ding dong with you. Not only do I get Tim Conway, but also Mark Thompson. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. A beautiful night. night. And we, hey. loved, we loved your job tonight with the debate. Hey, buddy, it was, it was great. Ah, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fun, and it was great that we didn't have any interruptions. <laughs> right, it's really nice, and we got to hear from the candidates. I think all of them had moments that they were proud of, um, and uh, and it was interesting to see them mix it up a little bit. Uh, they 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 haven't done that at this level before. And oh, I know. Kind of fun but to watch. Mark Thompson had a great point when it comes to Karen Bass. When you asked the question, "Do you feel how safe do you feel walking around the streets of L.A. one to ten? She said ten. And then what'd you say, Mark? Uh, well, she said, but I know there are a lot of people who don't feel safe, and I respect that the, the way they feel. And I felt like, mm, well, 
I think you have to respect more than that. I, 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 maybe she didn't say it, it. Maybe she just sort of said it inartfully. I mean, I think you have to recognize that there are serious security concerns, serious concerns about your safety in Los Angeles on the streets of L.A. It's not just that we feel that way and you need to respect that feeling. We right. feel that way because there's an objective reality. The streets are not as safe as they should be. Right, and part of the point of that question, I think, was to elicit whether many of these candidates who, because of their positions, um, have security all the time, um, can relate to that. And how much do they understand that, um, that people's lives are, in a lot of ways, very different um, than their lives are. And well, that where, was well, part of the Ka- point of Where is Karen Bass living where she feels, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, she feels like it's a 10? Well, I don't think I want to say her address on the video, but I think she lives in. um, And she spends a lot of time also living in Washington now. You know, I mean, as a member of Congress, she kind of splits her time between the two. Right. Um, But 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 she lives uh, in a part of L.A. that she feels 100 percent like there's nothing safer in life than walking around her neighborhood. Uh, yeah, that that she said that she feels safe herself. Yeah, That's but many odd. of them, to fairness to her, um, also said that they felt pretty safe, but that they recognize that other people there, don't feel so safe. There's a sense yeah. of uh, on a question like that, and then we can move on. But I mean, that they're they're trying to split the baby, and the baby is I'm proud of Los Angeles and the streets of L.A. I feel good about my city. So that is skewing a little bit of the first part of the answer, but. As you suggested, Alex, I think you mentioned it in your questioning tonight, you know, in polling, <laughs> the the question as to crime and homelessness, they those issues poll higher than any other. So clearly, they wouldn't poll so high were it not for the fact that these are substantive, objective issues in Los Angeles that we have to deal with. Well, and, and, of course, Mark, as you know, um, they're interrelated. <laughs> right, know, of course. The yeah. reason that a lot of people see uh, crime is that a lot of people living on the streets who are mentally ill and drug addicted are committing crimes. Um, some, you know, are harming themselves and others are literally harming other people. Um, and, and that element is very much top of mind. And what we've seen in the last few years is it's not only top of mind um, in poor neighborhoods, but increasingly it's top of mind in wealthier neighborhoods, too, who have sort of not had that element in it that now dealing with it in a way that they hadn't. Right. I mean, look, just in Malibu uh, over the weekend, there was a home invasion in a very safe neighborhood. Hey, uh, Alex, who do you get? Do you guys do any, uh, you know, like immediate audience reactions? And did you get a feel if there was a winner and or a loser tonight? Uh, you know, we didn't we didn't do that. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think uh, I think everybody had good moments um, and everybody had moments that weren't as good. Um, I, I hope that the winner what, and this sounds like a political answer, but I don't mean it to, to be. I hope that the winner was, you know, the viewer um, that, you know, you 40 oh percent of people are still undecided. And so I hope that people get a better sense of who they are. Um, you know, I mean, clearly a lot of them were attacking Rick Caruso. It was his first time on right. stage, and they tried to give him, you know, a hard time. And, and you know, for a first time ever in a debate, I think he did pretty well in sort of swatting some of that back. What would you think? I, I, I We've only uh, listened to the first, like, 15 minutes. Of it. We're, we're uh, going through the fine-tooth comb. But I think that everybody yeah. had, uh, you know, everybody's answer to homelessness and to the cops we're about 90% the same. 
Yeah. That we have to do something. And, you know, and Karen Bass is a little more hands off than Rick Caruso, but not much. I mean, there, there clearly has to be uh, something done. Um, but we're going to continue uh, listening to it. But I thought it was it, it, it's going to be, I think, great for ratings. I think a lot of people got into this uh, tonight and watched it. I hope so. And I think it actually got better as it went along, too. Um, oh, good. Even the part that you saw as they can, as they mixed it up even more and took some of the gloves off. And then they also had some nice moments uh, that were really humanizing. I asked them about a family member that most shaped their worldview and who they are. And it was like politicians were actually people and talking about their parents or their grandparents in a really kind of profound and real way, which doesn't happen a lot. Did you take um, questions from the audience? Kind of the yeah, they took questions. Uh, we, yeah. we, we had we had a couple student questions. Yeah. We didn't. Wow. We had people email in questions, but part of the reason we didn't do audience questions is because concerns about all these you know hecklers and protesters. Oh, of course, it's yeah. So yeah. sad that yeah. we had to take so many different steps to try to stop that from happening. Um, and thankfully, we did stop it from happening. Yeah. But so yeah, many of these recent events are are just completely out of control. Yeah. I, th- I thought one of the things, even though Tim is, uh, I think, making a good point, which is that, you know, some of these themes and even some of these approaches and strategies are similar. Uh, the question really becomes, OK, if the strategies are generally the same, it became a a question. And this is one of the things that I think the ca- candidates were articulating. Who can actually get it done? You know, and that's when right. I think there were some really lively back and forths. And they were, there was also a lot of uh, good information in it all. That is to say, information related to who could get it done. And and their difference, even I think the part that you were able to listen to on homelessness, um, was was important on the police issue, um, with Rick Caruso and, and Joe Buscaino saying we need to bring cops in and get these people off the streets, and Karen Bass saying no, we don't. Um, and then the question becomes, okay, how do you enforce some of this stuff um, if? if you don't get law enforcement involved in all of this as well. And that's, I think, an important difference. Right. Um, are, are there going to be any more debates, obviously, before, what, uh, June, the first Tuesday of June? Is that the is that when we vote? Yeah, I mean, there's like you guys lots vote? of forums and lots of events that they go to. Rick Caruso um, hasn't gone to many. I think he may be going. I think there's a debate at Cal State L.A. that may be on ABC7. I'm not sure in may um but that's the only other one that i know of uh that is similar in sort of size and scope what's I mean, your what's your take alex on that. why caruso hasn't gone to even you're hinting that he may not go to some that are still on the agenda in the in the weeks ahead what's your, why is that um i think he doesn't think he needs to <laughs> okay. and that it's it's probably when you're spending a million dollars a week on ads to go to, you know, an event that's attended by 40, 50 people maybe isn't worth it. But, but you know, he I had an he opportunity. I also don't think he wants to be in a situation where he has all these hecklers and protesters right. screaming out stuff like it. what but, we saw last night and giving him the middle finger. Right. But he had an opportunity uh, to say, look, everybody up here is a politician and you've had your shot at it. And L.A. is has become worse and really separate himself as the outsider. And I don't think he did. He said that later in the debate. Okay, well, maybe we'll get to that then. Yeah. All right, buddy. Yeah. I thought it was a, a great job. You and uh, who is the uh, the uh, your co-host? Erica D. Smith from the L.A. Times. I think she did a great job. Too. Yeah, really yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right, buddy. I really appreciate you coming. Love on. it, Alex. Means or not, we love you. Uh, thank you so much for watching, um, and uh, have a great night. Ding right. dong with right. you. Ding <laughs> dong with you. All right, see you, Alex. Thanks, <laughs> Alex Michaelson. All right, we'll get to the later portion of the debate.
where it gets a little more lively and Rick Caruso does separate himself as the outsider. It's Conway mm-hmm. and Thompson. We're live on KFI. KFI AM 640. It's Conway Show. Mark Thompson's here. Bellio's working on some breaking news. Uh, she just came in here with two breaking news stories. One of them involves a shooting. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared for this. Oh. Can we right. just let me find the yeah, information right, well, and then we'll reset. We'll get back to you. Oh, wait. I'm ready. No. Get all back to right. right. Okay. All right. Uh, Bellio has two breaking stories yeah. here. Yes, Tim. Uh, police are looking for a man suspected of shooting a woman in the face in the Fairfax district. Oh, my um, God. So, uh, Where in the Fairfax? Is it saying Fairfax um, district? And what is that? That's Fairfax. This, and... I think it happened on yeah, Monday Beverly, night. Fairfax, so they're Beverly, still looking for that person. Mm. That happened last night. And mm. then the other one is there is a uh, building fire in Pomona. Oh, wow. All right. Well, that probably be on uh, KCAL pretty soon here. We'll flip it on and, yeah. and uh, hope that uh, everybody's safe out there. All right. Um, I, I listened to some of the other uh, material there. And, you know, it, it's... It, it's okay, but it's not great, you mm. know? And, and so I think people get the gist of it. The two big issues were crime and homelessness. And we've, and they've already gone through that. Then they get into uh, climate change, transportation, and it, it sort of falls off uh, after that. Not talking about the moderators, but just the responses. I see. They, it seems like everybody up on stage uh, is about the same on almost all of their policies hmm. and nobody's really separating themselves, which I thought was strange. You would think that, you know, that either Karen Bass or, or Caruso or Mike Fuhrer, somebody would say, I'm better than all these, you know, guys and gals up there, but they, they, they you did hear occasionally. Yeah. I'm the only one on this stage who has fill in the blank. You know what I mean? Right. And, and Rick Caruso did get in it with, uh, to Mike, with Mike Fury said, Mike Fury said he's going to release all his taxes and then Rick Caruso said, yeah, I'll release all, all the money I owe in taxes or I've paid in taxes. I'll release that for sure, you know, for the last five years. And that thing is Kevin DeLeon uh, said, well, Mike Fuhrer was talking about Caruso. Like, we don't all have to do this, right? I mean, there are. Yeah, Caruso did something clever. He said, if everybody here is going to release their taxes, of course, I'll release their taxes, right. release my taxes. If you're, and then that's when either it's Buscayano or, or yeah, um, De Leon. Yeah, De Leon said, well, so, that's an issue between you two. You guys. That's right. It was yeah. a challenge issued by one other person yeah. on the stage. So. Uh, count me out. Yeah, on the tax thing. Right. Yeah, he's not into it. All right, let's get into This is a big story in Anaheim, right? The uh, city of Anaheim sold the property in Angel Stadium to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. But somebody said that that deal was too sweet. And that the city of Anaheim could have gotten a lot more money. Well, the sale of an Orange County landmark is finally going through. A judge just rejected a lawsuit surrounding Angel Stadium. The lawsuit argued the city illegally switched from a land lease to a sale. There were also concerns the sale violated the state affordable housing law. But a judge in OC didn't agree with those claims. Now a company that's controlled by the owner of the Angels plans to turn the parking lots that surround the stadium into a mini city. And there's the the mock-up there. Neighbors say they are concerned about the project, though. They're worried about traffic, and they're also concerned about crime going up. The 150-acre stadium site is selling for $320 million. Wow. Oh, that's a lot of, lot of scratch. 
It doesn't seem like that's a lot of money, though, um, you know, for prime real estate in Anaheim. Yeah. What, what did she say was uh, $320 million? Yeah. Okay, so it's um, uh, $320 million and and it's 150 acres. So divide by 150, it's about $2 million an acre. I don't know. I mean, they're building a whole city there. Eh, maybe it's a fair price. I don't know. I'm not a real estate. Uh, yeah, you know, I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, but... It, it does seem low. If, if somebody were to ask me how much 150 acres in the middle of Anaheim or in the, a beautiful part of Orange County where I think three freeways come together in that, you know, within a mile or two, I would have said probably closer to five, six hundred million dollars. Yeah. Uh, I think they got a sweet deal. But I think they, they gave them that deal to keep the angels in Anaheim. Sure. You know, if you sell that property to somebody else, the angels split. Right. You know, they go play in Long Beach. There was always a threat that they were going to go to Long Beach anyway and, uh, you know, pull out of uh, Anaheim. So, I don't know. It will be beautiful, though, once they, they do get that together. Because there is a lot of property there that could have, you know, we could have more Starbucks on that property. <laughs> <laughs> or 7-Elevens, right? Yeah. Or a big yeah, Arco, you know, a huge yeah. Arco, right? Right. Yeah. That's People a, like the Arco. The and PM action. Sure. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and they'll have it ready for us, right? Uh, I love it. We'll have it ready for you. Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. You should be speaking of, uh, you made me think of when you said 350 million, you see this Warhol, you know, the Andy Warhol, uh, picture of Marilyn Monroe. They're selling it for $200 million at okay. Christie's auction. All right. That, that supports, uh, my argument why that painting is worth almost as much as 150 acres in Anaheim. Yeah, I just it's that's cr- I mean, weird. These valuations, I don't know where you come up with them. Two hundred million dollars. Yeah, that is wild. At auction, that's crazy. Can you imagine having that though? I mean, owning it and putting it up in your in your house, you'd be like, don't get anywhere near that. Yeah, that's right. You'd have don't to have tons it. of security and all but, the rest. Yeah, I think it draws in the wrong crowd. You know, if they people know you had a two hundred million dollar painting in your house, I think you got to have really strong locks on the doors. Yeah, I mean, tip. I would imagine that somebody who can afford a two hundred million dollar Warhol probably has a fairly substantial estate surrounding it. You <laughs> know, right. by the time you get to the Warhol, you've had to come through many, many, you know, security fences. You know, I saw something on the news that was, was scratching my head. That that poor family or that poor couple that were the victim of the home invasion in Malibu. And, and she was very, she's a very brave woman. I forgot her name, but she went on the air and she said, you know, I'm not taking this crap anymore. You know, if we don't feel safe here, where do you feel safe in LA? If you're not safe in Malibu. And then they cut to a, uh, like a B roll of the a voiceover. And then she says she got a new alarm system. And I look at the table and it's one of those like Google or, or, um, uh, what are the, are they, oh, what, the ring? The ring, ring yeah. The yeah. ring and the Google do-it-yourself alarm oh system. Oh my god! And I'm like, man, if you're if you're home invaded, I don't think you're you're with the do-it-yourself uh, no, that's a, alarm system. Yeah, you may want to upgrade. Yeah, you got to really knock that out, right? Have a guy come in, drill holes, uh, you know, put up really strong uh, windows, <laughs> and you know, really, <laughs> the do-it-yourself time is over. Yeah, it's over. All right, very good. Oh, you got to split, right? I'm leaving. Oh, Marky But T. I'll be here tomorrow Man, night those... and Thursday night Yes, for the hours flew by, buddy. I love seeing you. Really appreciate it. was appreciate cool it. Uh, listening to some of the debate. And uh, as I say, I'll be here tomorrow. Jay Leno's going to be here tomorrow night. Ooh. Yeah, so we got And some you're doing the stuff. show with Elvis? With Jay Elvis Weinstein. Wow. He's a smart, funny, funny man. I so, like that guy. Okay, he's really great. Yeah. So, 
All right, love you, Timmy. I'll Have a good uh, couple man. of days. Yeah, we'll all right, you're you. a giant star. All right, all right, thanks, thanks, Conway guys. kids. Bye. Mark Thompson, everybody. Tomorrow, right here on KFI AM 640. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.